Hey guys, my name is Craig Clark and welcome to the Driven Podcast. I'm here as a life coach and motivational speaker and I will be using my special tool set to transform your life every Wednesday. You can find me on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. I'll be giving you hints and tips as well as doing interviews to give you guys the best info to take your life to the next level. So if you're walking, working, driving or listening as you relax, please, please, please enjoy. So guys, in this podcast, what I want to do So in this podcast, what I want to do is about coming to America. Uh, And this is a film that I've grown up with. It's a film that I love. It's dear to me. It's dear to my family. We've watched it um, as kids growing up. It's one of the films we've probably watched the most. And it's one of my most favourite films. (laughs) I've I've got plenty of favourite films and this is one of them. This one lives inside of that. Uh, And it's one of the films where I feel like I probably know the most. Do I? Maybe, maybe not. There's probably more that I do know. But this film here in particular, it's just one of those ones that I've grown up with. And it's a part of my life. It's a story that probably is a classic amongst probably, I don't know if it's just Americans, but black people in, in general. It's a classic. It's one of these films where you really relate to the characters you relate to Hakeem in a lot of ways you relate to even like the father the king himself you're not really you know what I mean I could never understand probably being in his position and seeing having to make my son marry somebody that he doesn't want to marry but I'm thinking about it but like I relate to probably the girl's dad what's her name who Sherry Headley plays um, but anyway, you, you I relate to the characters a lot in that way. And the story itself is one that you can see yourself living through in a way where, like, in actual fact, I want to fall in love with this kind of person. But, um, yeah, the film itself, itself is starring Eddie Murphy. There's Arsenio Hall. There's Earl Jones. There's James Earl Jones, sorry. You can't mistake him. He's played two kings now <laughs> in Africa. You got Sherry Headley. Um, Eric LaSalle is it um, you've got John Amos and you've got Samuel Jackson who makes an amazing appearance this, I think this is his first minor role that he is played in a major film so um, to think of that this is where he's come from into where he is now Samuel Jackson has done really well for himself and got nothing but love for him especially in his role he, he's doing his 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 signature thing in this role so um you gotta love it it's also directed by john landis who did films like the three amigos he did the blues brothers i believe uh an american werewolf in paris was it or london i think it's in london trading places and one of my all-time favorites is oscar as well so I've grown up with a lot of these movies, um, in particular Trading Places, Three Amigos. Those two in particular, like, <laughs> I, 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 it's like one of my mentors made us grow up with the Three Amigos. It's one of the funniest films you're probably going to watch in a while, but it's one of those films where <laughs> you, you will love it, you'll love it. 
Um, but yeah, just looking at that, it's like it had great direction by um, John Landis. Um, and the music, the score is amazing. And the acting in particular, <laughs> it all matches with the style of the directing as well. So just looking at that, that you'll find that within the movie, the way people talk, the way people act, even the fact that they're looking at the camera is something that you don't really see in films a lot. But in John Landis films, he likes to do that. It's, it breaks the fourth wall and he looks at you like, what's going on here? Um, in particular, one of the ones is like, um, Eddie Murphy does it a couple of times as Hakeem, Hakeem. Um, but one of the ones is when Daryl, um, Lisa's ex-boyfriend, um, he goes at the end and like he's getting undressed by Lisa's sister, and he's like, is 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 he looks at the camera like, okay, like you know what I mean? Like this is a thing. So I mean, that's the that's the style of the the film. That's the way the film is written out, and that's the way the jokes come across as well. But um, yeah, the story of the like I said before, it's a classic story, and the jokes that pop off in, in it is is an amazing thing as well. So the main story goes that Hakim has reached twenty one, and it's his birthday, and as his twenty first birthday is here, he now has to marry, and his dad has prepared somebody for him to marry all this time since he was a kid. He he, he picked or since he was born, he picked somebody at the same time to marry his son when he gets to his 21st birthday. So this is a big tradition in country in the country, which in a lot of countries, even today, this is still the same thing where somebody will be betrothed to somebody else. Um, in some ways, you kind of wish this could happen as well because it's a way to see your children are safe and pass on your lineage, join families and the rest of it. But in this society it is left up to people which is also like there's the benefit of that but i digress from the story hakeem who isn't happy with this he tells his father has a conversation with his dad about it and says look this is what i want to do i want to go off to america and find my own wife he goes okay you've got so many days to go out there and mess about be a boy but you've got to come back and marry but hakeem's um hakeem's plan is to go out there and find a wife obviously he finds his way to america and when he goes to america he sees what's there and he's having to hide himself hide his own kingship or his his um royalty and so in doing this he's able to go along and find different people who he thinks will be a suitor he manages to find lisa who is the one person who probably does have a good heart I'm not trying to say that nobody else was there but in the story it's somebody that has a good heart because he's find other ladies in there that obviously they admire him for his wealth and stuff like that like so you got the duality of lisa and her sister and her sister really just wants to find somebody like lisa who was with the prince of soul glow which was daryl at the time uh and like to marry this person and to be rich and to have that kind of lifestyle but where lisa is looking for genuine a genuine person but anyway i digress um he wants to find he wants to find somebody who's dressing normal he's playing it down he's acting like he hasn't got no money so this leads to a whole bunch of other things where um comedy moments and like clashes and things where he's trying to hide his 
um, princehood from the world, or for, especially from Lisa. And as he goes along, he does this, but he finds out that I think Lisa is with Daryl at the time, but it comes to a point where Daryl puts down his foot and says, you know, in actual fact, I want to marry this lady. So he pushes an engagement onto her, which ultimately causes them to break up. In this point, Hakeem sees his, his uh, opportunity, takes the opportunity and starts dating Lisa, uh, in which point you find that he falls in love with Lisa. Uh, when I first say Lisa, I, feel, I think of the Simpsons all the time. I don't know why. <laughs> Obviously we do. Um, but him and Lisa fall in love. To be loved, to be loved. Oh, what a feeling to be. Yes, we all have that. We all know this part if you know the film. And... Um, it, it leads to Lisa's dad not wanting Lisa to marry Akeem because he thinks that Akeem is poor, is one of his um, workers. He hasn't going to go anywhere. He's probably studying or whatever, but it, it's not what he, her dad expects for him. So, for her, sorry. <laughs> um, so, after this, what happens is Akeem's father comes because of Semi, who's sent out his run out of money because Akeem takes away his money because he's messing up his chances with Lisa. And uh, the king comes. When the king comes, this ultimately leads to Akeem finding out his father's there before his father is actually able to talk to him. And his father speaks to Lisa, says, you know, and he was only here to sell his royal oats and then come back and marry somebody. Lisa's upset by this. Uh, Lee, um, Akeem tracks her down, tries to talk her through, but it's too late by then because Lisa really doesn't want to know. We get to the end, but at least he goes to marry whoever it is he's supposed to marry with a sad face, but who's there? Lisa. Lisa's there to marry because the king has changed his mind by way of decree. So that being said, that's the story of... Um, coming to America, just in case you haven't seen it, or if you have seen it, it's just a quick reminder. But we have to look at this and read and analyze a lot of things within this thing, within this film. And like I keep doing, this is things about motivation and things about trying to make sure we get all the best lessons out of a film or out of any situation that we come across within ourselves and within the, our lifestyle. So, Looking at this, what we will see is that we are royalty. We 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 have royalty within ourselves. And so a lot of the times it's we're not trying to, it's already hidden. And this is where we kind of link with the story is that it's already hidden within us. And it's for us to expose that. Whereas Akeem is on the opposite. He's trying to hide that. He's trying to hide it so everybody can see who he is rather than what he has and the problem that we have with the world today is that a lot of people are trying to show what they have instead of who they are and there's a story i will explain at the end that will probably better the better um expose this thing within the whole film but in living in this life of like people trying to show what they have instead of who they are we stumble across many problems and problems that probably cannot be fixed by just showing people what you have. And it's true, you see that with a lot of people today, especially if they're from a certain family or if they have certain things, it's people that have this money mentality. A lot of women today, um, they're expecting to find men that are like earning so much money, but they're 
then overlooking these guys that probably aren't as tall they aren't like they don't have as much money as they expect but they're working good jobs and stuff and they pass them by and they're passing up happiness and it's the same probably with some guys who don't earn as much and don't have it and is trying to get these instagram models let's just say um but it's not all about that and sometimes it is about just finding the person that you're going to link with and click with the most who's going to really put you in the better position of like understanding you understand each other you know um and i know i've gone deep quite quickly because this is something that's really just come to me really quickly um as i was talking through the film and i know i've got i've got my show notes right here but I'm kind of like going off the top of my head just for the moment. And I'll probably even stumble upon some of these things in my show notes that like I'm, I'm really trying to express again now, but it's just, it just hits me like, uh, like very largely that this is a thing that we all struggle with, um, in one way or another. Yes. It's good to have things. Don't get it twisted. It's good to have things. It's good to have your car if you got it your house if you got it you know have extra amount of money in your bank have certain titles that come with like your job and stuff like that but who are you and what are you doing with these things you know and like I said there's a story at the end that will probably um eclipse a lot of what I'm trying to say right now but that's that I mean um just going back though to my show notes which I'm going to try and read from a little bit now um like we look at some people and we wonder why some people have issues, even though they have everything, they have the cars, they have the money, they have the lifestyle, they have everything. They have servants, they have mansions, they have, but you find that some of these people, they, they end up in a situation where they want to commit suicide. They're unsure of themselves. They don't know who they are, but yet we don't understand their plights. And we, we, we sometimes look at it and say, wait a minute, I've got this, this, this and this. How can they be unhappy? But you have to look at it. There are people out there that are going to be unhappy because they don't have that grounding. A lot of us have the grounding that these people don't have, you know. And you look at Hakeem here, he's struggling because he wants to express himself. He wants to be himself, but he's got servants that do everything from him. He, he can't even tie his own shoelaces, he says, or wipe his own bum. His dad says it's an overrated experience to tie your own shoelaces and stuff. Looking at this, there's an issue, there's a problem that him as somebody in his status and having that status really suffers from and that's he's trying to express himself. And we in the normal world, we have that. We are able to express ourselves in a way that probably they won't be able to. Um, and we have that. He has this conversation with his dad, James Earl Jones, once again, who is the king and he's stopped by these traditions because he went through this tradition and his father and his father's father and so on and so forth went through this tradition and him as the king is now trying to express this because this is something that his country lives by this is something that his country needs to have in order to like stay true to the roots so but what Hakim is doing is really trying to not just destroy the tradition but the societal norms that are going on so guys please excuse me there was a short break in the communication as i was recording um i had to do something something came up so uh, that being said um i tried not to keep the break too long but i just wanted to make sure you guys know and i told you this
Um, we see that we have a son who's trying to create his way in the world and not just follow tradition, but do what his heart's telling him, do what's, you know, inside of his chest to express himself and to become and do exactly those things that he needs to do and become. And so in that, we kind of find Hakeem, he's, he's challenged himself and he's pushed himself to get and to be and to do these things that he needs to do in order to become successful in his own way. You know, and it's it's one of those things that you admire, but at the same time, like I said before, you kind of struggle like to say, yo, you got everything you want. Why don't, why would you want to do this thing? Why would you want to like be this way? But at the same time, we understand. Um. So it, it, it's that thing where we have to make changes in our life. We have to make those adoptions in our life in order to be free not just to express yourself, but to uphold like a certain standard. And throughout this film, we find that Hakeem, he he speaks with wisdom. He speaks with like, he holds himself a certain way. And it's like, you could tell there's something regal about him, but it's not showing off. It's not somebody saying, yo, I've got all this stuff. No, it's it's something that we once again, we need to look at that if especially um, the younger generation and those who are growing up now, instead of growing up to show off your car, instead of growing up to show off a whole bunch of money and chains and that, having that in, inner richness where you stand tall, you, yeah, like, even the way, you, like, you see when he's talking to Lisa, he sits on the, um, the swing and what he does is he sits in a certain position because he's used to sitting and being a certain way. Uh, I, this is where you, you you love like Eddie Murphy and the way he he portrays a certain person or a certain thing. You love it because he's actually done it in a way where you understand that it there's an inner regalness to him. There's an inner standard to him. There's an inner thing where he has to show like he he speaks differently than most of the people around even if he was speaking like not with the accent but even if he was an american person just speaking a certain way you could tell he's different is a is a way he carries himself with his shoulders back and his chest out and he's always sat like that he's always been like that and so this is something that holds him apart from everybody else he's regal in that sense of a word so I think this is something that we need to push on to younger people and people who are out there. Yes, you can go out there and make your dough, but that's not what's going to make you like stand out from everybody else. It's having that inner dialogue with yourself where you are worth more because of what's up here and what's in here in your chest. You know what I mean? It's no use trying to go out there and earn all this dough and get all the world and then lose your soul, as they say. So there's that. Going back to my show notes, try to stay on point. Um, so, yeah, he wants to choose his own wife. And in doing this is in direct, like, because his direct lineage of the king, it's breaking a tradition. It's breaking something that, like, it, it, it shouldn't be. He shouldn't be in this position to do that. But he's in that position to do that. And he does it. And he does it by convincing people that, you know what, I'm an okay person, 
Yeah, no what to everybody. I'm an okay person. I'm of sound mind. And I'm not, I don't act like this for no reason. There's a reason why I'm doing this. I want to make sure that not just I'm safe, but probably my kingdom. So there's the thoughts that knock on thought about himself. And because he's been trapped in this world for such a long time, then it's something that it's it's adding to him. And so we find here that Hakeem is really looking, he's searching and he wants to do the best he can to get what he wants. Um, so like I said, Hakeem wants to be free of all the things that are holding him in his position without the responsibilities. He wanted to choose his own wife as it is his own life, even if he is tethered to the kingdom. So he is tethered to the kingdom. He wants to, he has to look after the kingdom. Um, so, and you find here that him and Lisa are very relatable because they both share that same thing. Their father wants her to marry a certain person. He's not going to push her like to say, you know what, here you are, get married now. He's doing it in a way to say, in actual fact, there's the best person, marry this. Why won't you marry him? What's the matter with you? You know, just nagging and bothering. Whereas the king, this is something that's forced. And Hakim's had to run away to come back to change the law. And whereas Lisa, she's having to just oppose her father. Um, and it's almost like the, the three barbershop men, they were right. They were saying, you know what? You're getting good with the dad. You're getting good with her, which is right to a degree. But on the other hand, like, cause I, I, I know I've experienced that where a woman, because her dad didn't, wasn't based with me. She wanted, like, she had to jump off, which I don't blame her for doing, but at the same time, because of the situation, you know what I mean? But I'm glad for the situation I left and, and I'm in now, uh, just to say that. But at the same time, I understand. Um, Akeem must find his way to get past the traditions Okay, uh, so this is what's holding him up. Like he must overcome his father who stands up for his traditions and upholds them as a king. So which means he, he is fighting not just against the king, but a country because the king is, is like that. He must search through the world to narrow down his search to find this woman that he's looking for. So that's his objective of the whole story. He's got to find this woman, but he's got to narrow down his search. And so he goes to America. I feel like he should have went to the Philippines. He could have went to... <laughs> I'm joking, by the way. <laughs> well, am I? Because um, I'm seeing Passport Bros. Um, I bumped into this uh, a few weeks ago. And they're saying that they're, they're having to leave America and go to other countries to find themselves a, a, a better suitor. Because the women that they're seeing on a day-to-day -day basis within the Western world... Is not what they're looking for. And there's a part of me that says that's kind of right. But on the other hand, there's another part of me that says maybe they're looking in all the wrong places. You know, I, I don't know. I can't really say that where they have or haven't looked. Um, but there is a general outlook where men these days, they're kind of like, they're not finding what they want in the Western countries. I don't know how that goes. I'm, I've, I'm, I found somebody I'm happy with. So um, that's me though. But I can understand what people are facing. Um, so, and then Hakeem, he has to also face Lisa's dad. Like I said to you, I understand this, where you're going to have to face somebody that may not like you anyway. I mean, he, he loved Daryl because Daryl had money. 
So Dawa was able to do something for his daughter that Hakim doesn't look like he's able to do. So we look at that and we say, in actual fact, let's see what happens from there. Let's carry on anyway. So we have that Clarence is loving money, but the king tries to buy him out. No amount of money could buy him out. Yes. So at the end, when the king comes and speaks to um, his daughter, you see that he actually says the wrong things to her. He says, in actual fact, you need to really apologize to my daughter. And the, the king says, look, I understand I may have put you out. So let me give you a million dollars. And his parents is like, no. And he says, oh, okay, two million, ten million. And he's like, no. And in actual fact, he tells him, look, get out before I break my foot off in, you know. So it, it goes to say that the love of a father that looks after his daughter is amazing in that way. And it's the one thing that probably will stop somebody from taking over, like letting their carnal nature take care, take over a certain way. So in actual fact, if I'm looking at it, if I have like my children or something and somebody wants to treat them a certain way, no, there's nothing that nobody could do or say in actual fact to make me want to treat them a certain way without like me having some kind of repercussions, them having some kind of repercussions by me. And that's a standard from most parents. I say most parents because you hear the stories of some parents that don't actually stand up for their children in the best way. But we know that um, they're abused or something happens and they're not looked after the best way they can be looked after. So this is something that we actually continue to see on a day-to-day -day basis. But it's something that we know is wrong. And so it kind of questions people as parents, like, are you really fit to be a parent? And there's so many people out there that, okay, before they weren't fit to be parents and they have the child and they change. Whereas some people, they know they're going to be bad and they're just bad parents. And that's just it. Um, but like I was saying to you before, this whole story reminds me of another story that I heard um, some years ago. But I'm going to try reiterate it now and see, like, you can see, like, the commonalities in it. So... Basically, there's a story of a king who's looking for somebody to succeed him on his throne because he has no children. He doesn't have a son, doesn't have a daughter, doesn't have no kids. Uh, he's married and his wife says, OK, what are you going to do? And he says, I'm going to find somebody. But in order for this person to succeed me, they, I'm going to look for somebody who's on, like, the only requirement for this person to succeed me and take over my throne is this person has to have a, a deep love for humanity, a deep love for people. You know, they, 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 they must really have a deep love for people. So we go to the other side of the kingdom where there's the poor side of the kingdom and there's gone out the decree from the king to everybody that, you know what, you must try. Um, we're looking for somebody to come and become the successor to the king. What happens is this news reaches this young man, this young man who had looked after his parents to death, um, who worked really hard to look after them, but couldn't adjust his position in any way. Um, he heard the story and said, you know what, this is something I could try. So 
he was preparing for this and so he worked real hard worked up as much money as possible sorry if i'm rubbing my nose all the time <laughs> i just got on over cold and it's still itchy but anyway so he worked up the money to go to the king to like he, so we could get enough food get new clothes and everything prepare himself so he's in a better stead to speak to the king when he does this he's he's worked for how many days got enough money bought some garments, went to go see the king so along his way he's got food he's got his money a little bit of dough and he's got like these new garments on he's gone he's he's seen like this beggar on the floor really shaking on the floor and saying oh my gosh i'm cold i've got no money i've got no food i'm hungry i'm starving I, what how could i, I just help me and so this young man stops and looks at this man and it, ple it pleads with his heart. And so what he does, he says, you know, although I'm on the way to see a king, here you go, have my, my best clothes, have, have these clothes that I've just bought, you know, these garments, these threads that I've just bought, have these, here, have my lunch and here's a bit of dough as well. Guy goes back home and says, what am I going to do now? I can't really go before the king like this. But what he's done, he's gone home, he's prepared himself and said, all right, I'm going to go see the king, even if I'm in my old dusties. So he's made his way to the, to the palace. He's bumped to the king's guard. The king's guard led him all the way into the palace where he's passed all these beautiful sculptures, all these things. There's a Romans coming thing, by, like passing by his nose. He's seeing beautiful women. He's seeing like people of regal state, stature and stuff. And he's going through and in his old dusty. So he's asked the king's guard if I can go and just get somewhere just to sit down and um and wash and prepare to meet the king it's taken him to the king's um to the king's um attendant who takes him to somewhere to where we can wash he washes up he cleans himself he washes off the dust off himself and he's led into the main courtroom of the palace and as he's there waiting the king comes in he bows his head and he's waiting for the king to go down past and sit in his throne and then when the king goes and sits on his throne he lifts his head up and you see the king there he's smiling and very welcoming and you know gesturing for this young man to come forward and as this young man goes forward he recognizes the king and he's like wow i recognize you you know you're the beggar why have you done this to me why have you and he started his his stature started to change his face started to change said, why have you done this to me what happened why are you doing this and the king made a response and the king's response is that you know i asked for somebody of a good heart and of a good temperament who loves human humanity and in only way i could really find that is if I tested it and you were the person that did everything that needed to be done you gave me of your own and even in a situation where you should have been in a better way you did you did what you had to do so i know you have a good heart i know you have a good nature you're kind and you love humanity and like that you deserve to have the kingdom everything else you need to know about running a kingdom can be taught to you but those things once they're in, in your nature, they're things that will never leave you. And so we find here that this is the same kind of story you see that Hakeem goes through. In order to find what he wanted, he really had to test the nature of these women that were around him. That he wanted to make sure that he was able to get what he wanted without these women really taking advantage of him. And 
in today's society, we find that a lot that, like, we just had the story of the footballer now who, um, who, who was married and then his wife tried to uh, have a divorce and take half of his stuff. The footballer earning, what, a million a day, a million a week, whatever it is. And she couldn't get half of it because most all of his assets were in his mom's name. So we do find that there are people out there that just want to just get what they want from you. But in order to do certain things, you have to test the waters. Now, this woman probably could have had the like the lifestyle she wanted for the rest of her life. But because she tried to take it from him without, she wasn't getting it. So it's the same thing. Hakeem's gone through this journey to find somebody who's true, that he really feels like, you know, I love without having my whole kingdom thing on my shoulders. They were not going to obey me because I am a king. They're not going to like do things for me because I'm a king. They're not going to remember my status. They just love me for me. And if they have any pushback, it's because they know me or they know that this is the pushback that I deserve, I deserve and should get. Um, but yeah, that's it on this film. Um, please, guys, I ask you to spread this um this podcast around with somebody tell somebody about it because it's only going to grow and it's only going to get better i've got interviews coming up um one with myself but one with other people as well and um, there's a few key people that you're going to want to stick around and hear from too so hope you enjoyed this okay so we've reached the end of our show thank you guys once again for listening please 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 leave any questions or feedback on facebook on craig clark king mindset or instagram on craig underscore clark underscore king underscore mindset and that's on instagram please 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 i love your feedback i want to hear from you i want to hear anything you have to say positive or negative watch it on the negative but um yeah please feel free to share this with anybody you feel may need this you'll be doing them a favor and you'll be doing me a favor at the same time See you next time. Peace.